guys, Satoyal here once again, one half of the undefeated super mega power duo, them boys and guys, this episode is a fun one, we got announcements, we got uh, we got FTX, we got polycules, a whole bunch of shit I never heard of before, this episode is quite frankly just fun, it's very, very enjoyable and it's kind of crazy, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe, follow us on Twitter, check us out on iTunes, them boys, thank you so much, peace. You know, Pearlman, I have to say, I got to call you out for a second. Guys, them boys, Satoyo here with Alex Pearlman. I must call my dear friend Alex Pearlman out. I must. I must, Alex. You got to call me out for I got to call you out for your arrogance. Arrogance? You know? Your arrogance. What you arrogance, know? sir? Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? Yes, yes, yes. And I shall shake my finger at you, Alex Pearlman, because five years ago, you chose to be an arrogant man. What, what, you how, sat how there, so? you, you, sir, you thought that you could just walk away. You thought that you could just walk away from your past sins, scot-free. You thought, I'm going to take my beautiful wife. I shall go to the suburbs. I shall leave black people everywhere. I will get a house. I will disavow. I will disavow my history as a stand-up comedian for the past 18 years of your life. You walked away and you tried to become a different man, a better man. You I call, tried. You I tried, call, but it was you, called stand exit. Yeah, stand exit. And you had the arrogance to think that you could do that. You failed to recognize that when you do this for as long as you had done this, Perlman, that this was till El Muerta. This was to death. And you thought you could get away. But no, you, sir, you went on to social media. You went on to the TikTok. And you blew up. You now got 100,000 followers. Congratulations. Follow Alex Perlman on TikTok. But you thought it was going to be that simple. You thought it was going to be that simple. And you, sir, have been proven wrong. And your arrogance has been corrected by the great Chanel Ali, who has brought you back from the catacombs. I say all this to say, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Perlman will be back doing stand-up comedy at Punchline Philly December 23rd, December 22nd and 23rd. He will be opening for the amazing Chanel Ali. Do me a favor. Get your tickets now to put some pressure on this white man to make sure he comes back with his shit in order. Yes. <laughs> yes. You motherfucker. Now, yeah. I, I was fine with it. And now, now there is pressure. Yeah. Now I'm having I'm having a white panic attack over here, brother. Well, it's okay. You're a ginger. It won't it won't last too long. I don't know, man. I don't know. So so how if it doesn't go well, I got a lot of drywall in this house, and if I punch it, I gotta fix it. Yeah, you gotta fix it. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Now, how did this how did this actually come about? Because I I wanna I wanna be clear. I knew this was gonna happen. It was about 60,000 TikTok followers. I was like, man. He's starting to people starting to reach out to him, right? People starting to reach well, out. Well, so, so first thing that's what's weird, right? Is like uh -huh. occasionally people from comedy will hit me up. And typically it's not about comedy. It's like, you know, be about personal thing. Like I had a friend, I had a friend from comedy reach out to me and say, because we worked together at a place and was like, hey, can I use you as a reference, you know, for for this job interview I have? Like, will you be you know, like a personal reference? And I said, yeah. But he didn't, that wasn't how the conversation started. He reached out with, hey, TikTok star, like, dude, people are jelly. Yeah, yeah they They're are. Jelly. They and like, are. And, and they don't understand that, number one, I have a, it's another addiction for me. Yeah. Because every time I open up TikTok, y'all, 
every time I open up TikTok, if it if it doesn't, what just happened? My whole computer's doing a thing. Am I still here? Yeah, you're still here. All right. I don't know. My whole my whole shit just did a We're thing. We're still recording. You was talking into China heard you and they said I, this I motherfucker. Know, I know what talk. my whole my whole screen just freaked out on hey, me. Hey, it's the apps. It's the leftover COVID, man. Yeah, that long, that long it's shit. That long COVID. Anyway, yeah. first thing, obviously, you see, I need more money because I need to get a new goddamn computer. <laughs> but no, they'll reach out to me and they'll be like, hey, TikTok star. And 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 every time I log in, if it doesn't say 99 plus notifications mm-hmm. in my bottom corner, because you've had some shit blow up. Yeah, I've had, I've says, had a couple. When it says 99 plus, you go, all right, I'm doing good. Yep. If I log in, it just says 80. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I fucked up. Yeah. My last three posts yeah. aren't doing well. Yeah. yeah I should have just not posted anything at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. So, but here's what's weird, right? If I log into uh, Twitter uh-huh. and it says four notifications, I'm like, oh, we doing good. Oh, oh yeah. So, oh, I'm cook- <laughs> we cooking with gas out here. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. It's so but, you know, bad. TikTok, TikTok knows how to how to pump that ego, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like when when I hit when I hit like 48,000 followers, I was like, okay. But I also saw how that doesn't really get you much. Yeah. Like it really doesn't. Like having a hundred thousand TikTok followers just makes you more upset when your video doesn't get seen by a hundred thousand people. Facts. Yeah. Cause I can look at the analytics. I can look at all this different shit. If the first hundred people who watch my video see my face and just scroll past or just go, ah, this is boring and scroll past that shit ain't going to do nothing. Mm -hmm. I have to like have like the first noise they hear has to be a bop. There's all this like shit you have to do to get them to three seconds, Mm -hmm. which will then let the algorithm know. So like, the, the, the comics don't get it. They don't get that. Yeah. And a lot of the comics, because I've been one of them too, for the longest time, like my videos, my stand-up videos from back in the day never did well, ever. Yeah. I don't feel, I feel like my, my live performance does not translate well mm-hmm. to social media. Like yeah. I've never felt that way, ever. TikTok is the first device that has actually let me translate that differently. Mm-hmm. Because I stopped treating the camera as a device that's trying to capture the room. Right. And I started tre- tre- treating the TikTok camera as the audience. Yeah. Because as a viewer, when you're watching it, you feel, and my, the people who follow me, the people who comment, feel like they're having a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. Which is why the most viral TikToks you will see of stand-up comics are always going to be heckler videos. Yep. And audience interaction videos, because nothing makes you feel like you're in the room watching a comic than watching a heckler video or an audience interaction video. You're never going to feel differently on that. The big difference, though, this time around, is because I have been debating and, I, and you know, we've talked about it before in the cast and we have, have a lot of new listeners who have been came over from TikTok. And I thank yep. you. Yep. All of you. All of you. We're, we're still listening to the show. This has been great. We had some technical issues for our old listeners who start joining us now. We got a new logo. Yeah. Satoyo is very mad. It took me as long as it did. To it took, put yeah. Together. You could, you had me. Yo. Okay, guys. So hold on. Let, we'll, we'll let Perlman get back to us. Yeah. This man had me go through my photos to find a picture of us. Now, look. The, both I, of us together. So yeah, pick of us together. 2022 has been a very difficult interpersonal year for me. This man had me go through. I had to relive traumas of the past four years to, to just find a picture to send to Pearlman. And he was like, oof, we look like babies. There needs to be a newer one of us. I was like, motherfucker, I'm triggered. 
Well, okay. I'm so so I'm hold, hold on, hold on. And then he finds, and then he finds, and the, guess what, guys? And then he just goes to his phone. He's like, oh, I found one from last year. And I'm like, you fucking son of a bitch. Yeah, y'all, let me tell you something. Here's how devious the phones are. You ready for how <laughs> devious phones are? So I look at my phone and I'm like, there's gotta be, I remember, remember that one time we went to the bar that's across the street from Fergie's? Yep. And uh, yeah, there's a picture. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a picture of you, me, and my wife. Yep. Right. And I didn't like the photo. Yeah. And I was like, where is that photo? Like, cause it, it was bad lighting. The bartender didn't give the bartender took the picture. Yeah. My wife looks great in it. So Toya looks great in it. I look like shit. Like yeah. it just doesn't, it's not me. Yeah. Like now it's not modern me. Yeah. I'm scrolling through, like trying to find these. And then finally I go to albums on my iPhone and it goes, do you want to search the people we know who they are? <laughs> They're like, cause here's, if you just want to click this button of Satoyo's mm -hmm. face, we mm -hmm. will show you every picture and video of Satoyo in your phone. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? So I clicked on it. It was 35 pictures of Carlton from Fresh Prince. That's disrespectful. And then this one picture of Satoyo and me. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was actually with John from Raven Lounge. Yes. So I cropped John. I don't even remember that night. I don't remember. Yo, I do because I don't... we we did we did a fun thing and then we were feeling good and then we got hammered. Oh, and was then that we was that after AEW? That was after AEW. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went yeah. to we went to AEW in Philly. Yeah. And then we got wasted. Uh huh. And then I think we were hanging out in the basement. And then yeah. John came down and we talked about Chris Cotton mm -hmm. and we talked about a bunch of other like old comics and back in the day. Uh, a lot of creaky knee shit, man. Like a lot yeah. of my joints hurt shit. Yep. It was yep. one of those nights, but we were, we were feeling good. We were feeling lit. Yep. I was staying across the street at the Sofitel. It was a whole thing. Anyway. So um, back to, back to my feelings on standup. So I've been, I've been putting my toe in it for a little yep. bit mm -hmm. because I've been trying to figure out, I know TikTok's not the only way. And also there's clearly a market for me. Yeah. The, the thing is Facts. before y'all, when, when I was just doing stand-up, I was just doing mics and I was just competing in clubs, right? I always knew that the internet was the future and I always knew that there was going to be a different uh, distribution model uh -huh. than what I was dealing with, but I, I didn't want to put in the work. And yeah. TikTok tricked me into putting in the work a little bit. Yep. And as did this podcast. Yeah. Um, so one, th one big major change we've had in the podcast is that uh, Satoyo and I are now completely in control of it. We used yes. to have a friend of ours do everything for us because we were lazy and didn't want to do it. And uh, he, he finally was like, hey, I can't do it anymore. So I said, fuck it, I'll do it. I've started mm -hmm. editing the thing. I moved it over to Anchor. I, I did a bunch of stuff with it. And now I'm like, oh, now I can see the analytics. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, when we do this, it does better. When we do this, mm -hmm. it does better. There's all these layers to it that I was like, oh shit. And like, I'm, we're going to record this for an hour. I'm going to spend maybe 45 minutes like just cutting the ends off because I don't edit the middle unless one of us says something that's so wildly fucking insane. Yeah. That and I'm like, we cannot be associated with this. Yeah, we cannot have that. On the like if Satoyo gets lit and starts telling people what he really thinks of Israel, like can't, <laughs> right, you can't, can't have that shit on here. Not. I solemnly stand against the apartheid. You know, no, nothing no, no, like no, that. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 you know, there's that. So like that, that was Miss Lloyd The other thing that happened when my, my first bunch of TikToks really took off, um, as a joke, my wife set up a merch store for me. Yeah. Um, and she, we made a t-shirt that was from one of those like print to sale t-shirts. Teespring. Teespring. Yeah. Yep. And it's a bad shirt. Like it's a bad quality shirt. It, it's, I, I got a sample of it to wear for TikTok. I've worn it one, in one TikTok, I've worn the shirt. It is the itchiest 
Well, I've, I've watched it four or five times. I tried to use a fabric softener. It's the worst shirt I've ever felt on my body. Y'all, I made $350 on profit on yeah. that yeah. from selling these shirts to conservatives. And it was just a shirt that just said it's getting worse. And the whole thing was because they liked my message about how the Democrats weren't doing shit from a TikTok I made back in July. And it was about, yeah. my, my thing was about how the, the Republicans are fucking everything up. Yeah, Roe had just gotten over. And the Democrats are, yeah. are suck at stopping shit. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't that I hate the Demo- what the Democrats want to do. I'm like, you guys suck shit. Yeah. Like, the, it would be like me being, it would be like me watching the Eagles-Cowboys game, right? Right. And, and, and the Cowboys are winning halfway through the game. And during halftime, I come on, I'm like, you fucking Eagles, you can't do shit. And then people are like, oh, he's going to be a Cowboys fan now. No, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. No, I'm mad you can't beat the Republicans. Yeah. They they telegraphed the fucking plays. Yeah. The one guy literally looked and yelled, coach, should we do a fake, a fake field goal? Yeah. And he yelled back, yes, do a fake field goal. And then the Eagles still tried to block a fucking field goal. Like, that's what it would be like. Mm-hmm. And they were like, all right. So I made this. And they started buying up the shirts. They started yeah. buying up the mer- And so I'm coming back into this different, y'all. So when yeah. I when Satoyo first met me doing stand-up, I had long hair back then, too. I also had scruples. Yeah. Um, I now have a mortgage, and I need yeah. to replace my roof. Yeah. Scruples are gone, y'all. There's gone. We've, yeah. We've said it on this podcast before. If you want us to spread lies. <laughs> yeah. And you got to pay for that. No, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do yeah. it. You just got to pay. I ain't going to do We ain't doing it for free. All right. No. You, what do you want me to push? Ivermectin? You want yeah. me to push? You want Hydroxychloroquine? You're, 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 oh, cryptos and NFTs are the future? Okay. Yeah. Don't pay me in that. Yeah. Pay us in cash. In dollars. Yes, in the dollars. You know, and we'll do it. You want us to be conservatives? I think, yeah. what was our number? I said 12. I think it was 12.5 million. Yeah. I was going to go lower because I don't want to be audited. So I was, I was, I was oh, thinking, no, 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 there's no audit. There's I was, hey, hey, I'm black. No, listen, An audit listen. can always come. It can okay, always that, happen. That is true. That yeah. is true. But I'm going to teach you about trusts. Okay. It's We're going to put that shit in trust. That's fair. You do work in a bank. All this right. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, but there, there's all these, there's all these different things, right? I won't, I, I, I won't say, I won't say that I'll never support something I don't believe in, but I won't support something that I think actively harms people unless the yeah. money is, Real good. And I will openly say these people paid me $1.2 million. Uh, and this is something I really support. I will let you know the number. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is key. If, if I like it and they're paying me big, great. I'll yeah. do whatever. But anyway, I'm not really too concerned about that because everything I do that people really like is, is not advertisable. Yeah. It's not going to be connected to an advertiser. No. It's not it's just not going to work. You can't do nothing with it. I mean, when you got when your shit went on Rogan, you were like, there's nothing I can do with that. You're like, it's on Rogan. And everybody's like, yo, he should be on Rogan. It's like, all I'm what? So I can just go on and say both sides do bad things. Like, yeah, that, no, that's what it would be. No, yeah. And it, it's also one of those things too. Like, I could sit there. I listen, if I went on Rogan, I could have a spirited debate with the man. Yeah. I think I could. I think yeah. I could actually, because I actually have worked my entire life with line cooks and chefs who also were intelligent people who, who had, you know, were in the gifted programs who then discovered drugs and women and decided and looked at the whole system and said, Oh, the whole thing's fucked. And the ice caps are melting. Yeah. I'm just going to, 
I'm just going to go to Barbados whenever. Yeah. Possible. Give me this cocaine. Like, let me, let me fuck yeah. my girl. We pop out two kids. We go to, we move to the Dominican yeah. Republic and call and, it. A and day. those same type of people too. Those, those same type of people, like especially chefs, especially guys who work the line in kitchens who mm. say shit to get a rise out of people. Like yeah. I know, I know that Joe Rogan doesn't believe in almost anything. Yeah, fact. He's just got a he's got an over a hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, I mean, he, fuck. The only thing Joe Rogan really believes in is making sure that that you believe the listener yeah. that he is um, a man. Yes, fact. that's it. That's it. I don't think I honestly don't believe because I've seen him push back. He's had libertarian guys on there, and I've mm -hmm. seen him push back on shit. He had other guys. I've seen him push back. And again, I'm not defending Joe Rogan. I also believe that Joe Rogan is a fucking idiot who does mm -hmm. not care about the consequences of who he platforms. Sure doesn't. I don't. Yeah. But if there was a way to make a couple bucks, yeah, yep. I might fucking do it. Yeah. You'd be like, Hey, yo, well, I it's, have all, a it's all entertainment yo, at the listen, end of the day. Right? Listeners, I need you to understand something. I, I bought an old house with a slate roof. It's going to cost me between 50 and $60,000 to replace this roof. The roof is almost a hundred years old. Mm -hmm. It is. It, it needs work. I got a, I got an old leaky basement. I got a wife with medical conditions. I chain smoke. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have bills. Yep. And, and y'all, it, it's not going to go well. So anyway, going back to me returning to stand up, this mentality and also from talking to my wife, she's not going to be so much my business manager, but, but we're going to attack this differently. Yes. So before, the other thing too that I didn't do, and it's because the cool comics tricked me. Yeah. Right. You know, they who got I'm talking you. About. I know who you're talking about. They got you. They're all big podcasters now. Yeah. They're all, they all go on tour. They all yeah. got merch. Yeah. They all got Patreons. Yeah. Those were the same dudes back in the day when you'd be at an open mic and you'd start working on something, you're trying to put on a show, you're passing out flyers, you're doing that stuff. They would literally be standing outside smoking a cigarette and be like, why are you working so hard at this? Just be funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then all you got to do is just be funny. That's just all be that funny. And the that's, work will oh, come to all, you. That's all that matters. Just be yeah, undeniable. Just be funny. Just be, be yeah, just be funny. Yeah. And those same motherfuckers now, literally, they got the Patreon. They got the merch. They work on all these different networks. They've networked themselves professionally harder than anyone you've ever fucking seen. Mm -hmm. they, they realized the thing that I, I realized it, but didn't care. Yeah. That open mics after a certain point don't mean shit. They're nothing. Fair Having enough. credibility at an open mic is being the fucking coolest dude from your high school 15 years later. Mm -hmm. The dude who still goes to the homecoming game and like talks yeah. about the big game from like 12 years ago. The dude who still hangs out in the Denny's parking lot and buys beer for children. Mm -hmm. Like that is a comic who is good who goes to more than one open mic a week. Yeah, fact. They go, come in and say, oh, the scene is going to shit. Why the fuck are you Back in my in day, the room? Yeah, yeah no. it's like, why are you in the room? Well, and, and to the point that you, 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 yeah. you smartly. Yeah. And thanks, and shout out to Joey Doc and Sarah Bell. Yeah. We're talking. And you were like, you should go, you should do showcase shows. And I was like, oh yeah, I should do. I just forgot. Yeah, you forgot. But also, I, but also I'm not there. So it's, I, yeah. I, my feeling was, Again, because I've I've done this, y'all. I've done this a lot. I've quit mm -hmm. a lot. I've, yeah. I've I've walked away from this whole art form of stand-up comedy Multiple many, times. many, many times. So many times. So many times. 
and each time better than the last. Mm-hmm. You like, but it. but usually when I come back, um, there are less and less people to vouch for me. Yes, the big difference is Satoyo never left. I kept doing this podcast with him. Mm-hmm. I've stayed involved. Social media exists now. The first couple times I quit was pre-social media. That's how fucking old I am. So when I came back, until people who knew me from 10 years prior would show up, you know, Chip Chantry or Andy Nolan, guys like that would come walking into the room and go, oh, Alex Perlman's back? And they'd be like, that dude, that dude just showed up six weeks ago. He's amazing. He's brand new. Yeah. And they're like, this dude's no. been doing it for fucking 10 years. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. doesn't come to Philly anymore. Yeah. Like now, if I, I've, you know, now, like without Mike, I went to a while ago. I've been doing this shit for 18 years. I went into a mic mm-hmm. and somebody offered me a bar show. I almost slapped him in the fucking face. <laughs> so you ever did? I'll spit in and your he mouth. he was talking down to me. I was like, yeah. bitch, I have opened yeah. for Tom Green. <laughs> <laughs> Do you My know? My is on the Swedish, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, so, but this time around, I talked to my wife and, about, and I about it. We're going to. Uh, we're going to do it as a business. Yes, you sh- as you should, because it is. But the other thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to treat stand-up differently. I don't want to be a touring comic. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that the comedy is a supplement to the social media. I mm-hmm. think that's how it's going to go this time. Mm-hmm. I think I, I love TikTok. I, I love uh, the interactions on TikTok. And as long as that keeps working, because I do always constantly have a fear that that will be taken away from for whatever reason, whether that be the government shuts down TikTok. Right. I say the wrong thing and they go, yeah. that's too many strikes. Yeah. Any of that different stuff. So I do need to start building that on other platforms. Number one. Um, but I, I've, I've been enjoying this more because the other thing too, and for those of you guys who've never seen me do stand up, and Satoya has seen it before, I get bored with my shit. Very easily. <laughs> Which is not, which is, which to be fair, is not uncommon, right? To be bored with your material is the sign of a good comic. Perlman, however, is a neurotic uh, ginger Jewish man. No, so I, I get so, bored with it the second time. I'm yeah, doing. yeah, the second time. A lot of comics it. will do it for like a year and a half. Yeah. I don't want to, y'all, I don't want to be working on an hour. But the, the other thing too is that. Well, well you're going to have to. It's going to happen. Well, I told, I told you at 60,000 followers, you was coming listen. back. Listen, like, I don't want to work at an hour. Well, no, 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 but but, but no, but I don't want to be trying. To, I don't want to be fighting for a feature spot. I don't, sure, sure. No, I don't no. want to be hosting that shit. But the big part of it, though, is, is like what my thought process is now is I don't want to be doing, you know, traveling small club, small club, small club. Sure. What I would like to do is two, three times a year, you know, do a, a one or two night show. Yeah. Have it be big. Have on young comics sure. that I like, that I've seen or heard about, or like their message, whatever it is. Uh, get to show them off, give them a break. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of comics out there I know still who don't get breaks. Yeah, kind of do what I used to do at the dive bar show, uh, except not host it myself. Right. That's kind of what I'd like to do, and that was honestly something I've thought about for a long time. Another thing I thought about for a while was actually just doing a Twitch stream live show mm-hmm. in my attic. You see my attic? See the attic. Set that shit up like a studio. I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Get a get get a small audience in there. Intimate you know? setting. Intimate I do think setting. I do think it's going to be good. Again, 
like I say, I you know, I think that I got thoughts, I got ideas. You got yeah, you're just full of them. Chuck, I, 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 I got all these ideas. I, I think I'm it is some, I, I both, think it is guys. I got ideas. You know what? How about this? How about this? Okay, okay. All right. We sell a t-shirt, right? And it is it's it's me, right? It's Alex Perlman's like like my name, like it's like my face, right? Okay. And then underneath it, it just says it's a it says G G N uh R E. Right. And then, and then you'd be like, unscramble it to see if you're racist. And then, and then we'll see, we'll see what we'll see. And the people are like, why did it say that? And you'd be like, ah, you're the racist. And it yeah. really just says, it says ginger. Okay. Okay. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I think it'll be a million seller. I think it'll be a million seller. And this is why it's so important that his wife will be an integral part of his comedy career uh, yeah, uh, going very, forward. Very, very, very. And like, that's the thing. Like she gonna make sure it works. She oh, gonna no, make she sure. She gonna make sure. Listen, that it look, works. look. When that first, when the first couple of videos blew up on TikTok, I, I almost deleted it. Yeah. And yeah. she was the one. It's like, uh-huh. what are you fucking doing, y'all? Because I, I want to tell y'all, I am, I, I am Jewish. And and I, you know, there's an old saying about Jews: we always know where our passport is. And being outspoken about anything, mm-hmm. not great. Not great, just not great. Being very mm-hmm. public, being out, very outspoken, and and I am not a fearless man. Mm-hmm. At home, <laughs> right? Out, out, out there. When I'm outside my house, fearless. On yeah. stage, not a problem. What yeah. I had, y'all. I've had people run up on stage, try to punch me in the face, duck them, finish the uh-huh. set. Yep. I've had people throw knives at me. Yep. And hit the wall behind me, finish the set. I've been chased out of bars by Nazis in mm-hmm. Maryland. I was just told earlier today, I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and a man OD'd during the show. And the show had to be paused while the paramedics removed his body from the yep. coffee shop. Yep. And they asked me to restart the show, and I did. Yep. Got to slang these jokes, baby. Got to slang those also, jokes. Also, you I ain't perform, no, I perform you, you... for fucking bikers, Hells yeah. Angels, and Pagans. Yeah. I've been, I've had done shows with shootings at them. I have had more death threats for making fun of a bad comic who showed up at Connie's Rick Rack to stab me. Yeah. And I made the crowd boo him till he left. <laughs> Not afraid. Yeah. But when I'm sitting here at home at, at, at around 11 p.m. Yeah. Maybe I should shut the fuck up. Yeah, when that's different. Is, Maybe when, I should when, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, when wifey's like, "You coming to bed, right?" The answer, yep, you right. You got no, it. No, I should. I should. Yeah, I should. You right. Let me just babe, take a. Babe, you know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like we like, like comedy. There's no 401k. Right. No healthcare plan. Like, are we sure? Nah, she's like, shut up. Let's get this money. She's like, no, we'll deduct everything. Yes. Yes. Everything is a tax deduction. Uh huh. So yeah. So so I'm I'm very excited. Um, I've actually done a thing I've never done before, which is work on my set. Yeah. I've sent, said it to earlier. And, uh, I think, I think I got some things in there because I, I, the other thing that's going to be different is I'm going to talk about things on stage that I either can't or don't talk about on social media. Yeah. Just that, that I think that's a smarter way to do it. This, and this is, and look guys, look as the, as the final sell here, you're going to want to see the rebeginning of this. December 22nd and 23rd at Punchline Philly. Alex Perlman opening and, for Chanel Ali. And here's it the, is the it is the rebeginning and the rebirthing of the Red Dragon. Y'all, and let me I can make a promise to you. If I suck shit, 
you will still see an amazing show. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Chanel Ali yeah. is one of my favorite comics. She mm-hmm. is, y'all, she is so funny. Mm-hmm. She is effortlessly funny. Like she just, she exudes yep. hilarity and yep. she's a completely different style from me, uh, both like in her speaking form. Also, she's, you know, I'm not a black woman, so mm-hmm. I can't do Chanel's act. You can't, yeah, you can't do what she Chanel is, does. It's going to be, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a gonna, good show. It's going to be a really good show because it's going to have a lot of good, funny perspectives that yeah. are very different from one another. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. And uh, again, December 22nd, 23rd, Punchline Philly. You can get tickets now. Uh, go on there and look for Chanel Ali. You know, last time we talked about Elon taking over Twitter, right? Elon. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of the big things that they talked about was how uh, when they did the blue check thing, uh, the the three biggest groups that bought blue checks and the reason he shut it down was not because of impersonation. It was because the three biggest groups that bought things were right wing trolls. Yes. Who wanted to push misinformation. Uh Sex workers, yes, uh, for their OnlyFans, yeah, and uh, NFT crypto bros who yeah. want to push their scam coins. Yes, who wanted, yeah, their their little their little uh, what do they call it? Ponzi shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're triangles. Yeah. Um, and, and which brings us perfectly to this next story. Uh, so some of you guys might have heard about FTX. FTX was a giant uh, crypto trading platform uh, lender, a bunch of different things, uh, none of which was regulated. Yeah. Yeah, uh, these guys had Super Bowl commercials. Yep. They had a, a stadium named after them, you know, because they sponsored all this different shit. They and, weren't they they were also like giving millions of dollars to the Democrat like to certain Democrats to yes. like keep the shit deregulated, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. They were giving money. Yeah. Shit tons of money. The guy running FTX, his name was Sam Blankman Freed. Um he uh so basically what happened was uh, Sam uh, did what all all criminals did, which is he tried to take money to cover money mm-hmm. because some of his smaller scams were about to be shown. Yeah. So much like Bernie Madoff. Like, like the to, Madoff, yeah. Yeah, but to like a $10 billion degree. They actually yeah. said that um, he his company probably had over a million investors worldwide. Mm-hmm. When you think of people, because again- this isn't like back in the day of the first guy Ponzi schemes are named after. That guy had to go to a town. He had to be in New York City. He had to meet people. He had to send out mailers. He had to have people mail things to him. Now, you're sitting there watching the Super Bowl. Tom Brady comes on with Giselle. Uh-huh. And they say, and Larry David comes on. They say, buy crypto. Yeah. Matt, Matt Damon had one of those. Yeah, Fuck. but that, that was a different yeah. one. That was for okay. crypto.com. Okay. So uh, people downloaded the app and they said, oh, I'll put a hundred bucks. I'll put whatever. I'll put whatever. And some younger people not knowing, you know, what a Ponzi scheme is or really knowing anything about it, except line goes up, put some substantial money in these things. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all come crashing down. It's all, it's all, it's all gone. So what this guy did was <laughs> one of the big things he did is he took a section of money, Satoyo. Mm-hmm. And he had two companies. Well, he had multiple companies, but his big one was FTX International, uh, which is set up in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And he had this. That's always a good. One. That's always a good sign. Always smart. Always, always smart. good. Yeah. When always, it's off. When it's offshore. When it yeah. can't. When it, it's not in the. When United I think States. about yeah. When I think about investing my money, I think tiny Caribbean nation. Yes. That doesn't have extradition mm, so and good. that doesn't uh, pay any taxes anywhere. 
This seems um, like a safe and reasonable investment. Yeah, yeah. With a guy with a CEO who's 28 years old. Yeah. Okay. So this guy, his parents, by the way, are, are very well connected. His parents were Stanford lawyers um, who understood. So he he knows a yeah. lot of this stuff. His his parents actually dealt in um, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, the rules of banking. It's okay. compliance law. Okay. They, so they know compliance law. Yeah. And the yeah. one thing that he learned, so he from had them, a level of financial literacy that like that that, that we don't yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. That we don't have unless yeah. we go, go study compliance. Sure. These are some of the top compliance lawyers in the nation. Mm-hmm. So Sam's been sitting at the table with them. That doesn't mean he learned everything from them, but it means that he definitely has a higher sense of what is acceptable or not. Yeah. But the biggest thing he learned was in crypto. None of this matters. Yeah. Because because a lot of what I'm about to tell you in any other form of banking is illegal. So what he did, he had FTX International and he had Alameda Research. Mm. And Alameda was a company that was trying to become a market mover. And what that means is they try to convince people what to buy. While at the same exact time, they would have people invest money. So let's say you're trying to buy a coin, right? You're trying to buy Satoyo coin mm-hmm. because Alameda is like, oh, Satoyo, you would love Satoyo coin. Everyone should buy Satoyo coin. They blast everywhere. Everyone buys Satoyo coin. As a product, they should. Yes, they if should. We're speaking about it in terms of yeah. my entertainment value, they totally should. So I, uh, I yes. see this. Yeah. I go to go buy Satoyo coin. So I'm about to go buy it. I go log in. They can see on their end that I'm buying Satoyo coin. Uh huh. So before I buy it, they quickly mm-hmm. buy it. Yep. Like in a half a second. Yeah. Even faster. Scoop milliseconds. It, yeah. Yep. They buy it. They, which means then I buy it. So now it's worth more. And then they mm-hmm. sell it. And they sell it off. Yeah. And they would do this shit over and over again. And the problem that they have is that is also if this was real, a real bank in America. Yeah or a real stock house, illegal. Mm-hmm. But again, in crypto, it, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, so they were doing this over and over and over again with all this different stuff. Well, Alameda fucked up and lost billions of dollars. Sam uh, Blankman-Fried, who everybody calls SBF, yeah. um, he goes and it's like, oh, fuck, if, if Alameda goes under, then people are going to realize that I'm a fraud. Yeah, that's all, it's all a glass so, house. So he goes and invests money into uh-huh. there to keep it afloat. But he doesn't use his money. Nope. The millions of people who uh-huh. saw the Tom Brady and Larry David ads and all this different stuff who downloaded the app, he took their money and put it in yeah. Alameda. Yeah. Meanwhile, though, he's still claiming the money is on his books. Yep. yep. He, put out he, a, he, he put out a message on Twitter being like, it's all good. We yeah. got it all covered. Yeah. Remember? No, no he, he said we have $5.5 billion in assets. Y'all, yep. today, in court, in bankruptcy court, it was officially stated they had no more than $600,000. They claimed $5.5 billion. Y'all, it's what I'm trying to tell you is apply for every job. Yeah, literally. Why, yeah, have, well. why have imposter syndrome? There are no standards. There, there are, are none. No, there you want to talk about standards? Yeah. Satoy, you want to talk about standards? Yeah, what okay. about standards? You know how I was talking about Alameda Research, right? Yes, yeah. So that was run by his girlfriend. Okay. All right. Have you heard about this? I have not. No. Okay. So they're all, so, so they they didn't have a board of directors. Okay. None of Makes these companies. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It was just Sam. 
Yeah. And 10 of his friends, including yeah. his girlfriend. And they all lived together in this great big mansion in the Bahamas. Oh, they just gaming each other. Yeah. No, they were sucking and fucking each other. They were, yeah. they, they were a polycule. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what that was. So but they were just the basically den of iniquity in there. Yeah, yeah. No, they were just sucking and fucking each other. Love it. All under 30. Yep. Oh, God. All under 30. And Satoyo, here's Sam. What the, right. the fuck is this? This is this girl. This is the Helen of Troy. Y'all, he's now seeing her picture from the first time. Bro, what the fuck? Bro, hold on. How old is this? How old is this girl? She is. Uh, where is her age? She was this young. Is, bro, this is a child. Well, she has one of those super young faces. Like, I think she might be 27 or 28. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, here's one thing I'm like, God. No, but, but, but listen, listen, this chick, there is this Helen of Troy. Yeah. And this is Sam. You've seen his picture, right? Yeah, With he's, the mop yeah. hair. He's ugly. Yes, very, yeah. very. Well, ugly. the worst part, the worst part for me, again, it, like if you told me that there was a, a fraudulent Jewish yeah. guy who was working in secret banking who stole million, billions of dollars from people, and I was a Nazi. I needed to draw that. Yeah. This would be it, right? Like He's this right guy here. looks, he looks like an alt-right meme. Yeah. He honestly, he looks like uh, the Dallas uh, Mavericks owner. He looks like a young Mark Cuban. Uh, also a fantastically ugly man. We really need to stop. I mean, again, listen, Let, let's go back. Thieves. Let's go, let's go yeah. back. To, look at her head's round. Yeah. This is very strange. He looks like melted pudding. The, these and you know like they had moldy to, melted pudding. Oh, these motherfuckers was nasty. And she's they, like five one. Yeah. She Round ass she, head. She looks like a giver though. She looks like very enthusiastic. Now here's here's everybody else in the polycule. Oh God. You see All, that? Every on single this page, one of them. Yeah, and if you notice, not a good looking one in the bunch. No, but have you noticed? All ten of them. Uh-huh. Have you noticed the ratio? Yeah, it's 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 uh nine to one. Nine to one. So they was out. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, just to be rich. What you will now, first of all, this woman is also a criminal. Let's not be mistaken, but woo, she might have been a victim in the Bahamas. God bro, damn it. That bro, is... bro, but the fact so these guys got millions of dollars. Jesus Christ. And this Caroline that Ellison. Prize. That was the prize. This is the one. Yeah, hey, you know, love comes in many forms. And also, these dudes look like they don't really interact with women. So she might be right. about what they can handle. You know what I'm saying? They were like, in the, but listen, they had millions of dollars. Yeah, what that means. In the Bahamas. What that means to the, this motherfucker, no, Anton Doyden. Okay, well, Anton, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't doing much. Yeah, this Viking-looking motherfucker over here. This He was getting man. that beard blown in. Yeah, he was. Fuck it. Well, hold on, hold on. Think about this, though. You got access to millions of dollars. You're in yes. the Bahamas. Yes, you, right? yes, you are. Where every day, uh -huh. cruise ships pull up yep. with drunk, hammered people yeah. of all walks of life where you can easily impress them with about five shots mm -hmm. and a Cuban cigar. And you went with little roundhead Caroline down here. I have to believe... I have to believe either she is an incredibly uh, cold, manipulative person whom they all love that about her, or she's a very good giving and game lover. Either, either she looks like she got enthusiasm. In read, her. read this headline. 
uh, Tumblr blog linked to ex Alameda CEO explored race science. Oh, Jesus Christ. Imperial Chinese harem polyamory. Oh, they was fucking fun. Oh, my. Is this, did, did she believe like, what the bro, fuck? Bro, 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 what the fuck? bro. They found her Tumblr from 2014. This bitch is insane. Okay, so, so she, let, boy, she probably look. look like this is why I didn't want to like, talk about stand up first. Okay, I want to do this first. No, we had. This, this is, is the right way to do this. This okay. was the right order. This was the right order because I wouldn't have been able to function after this. What? Okay, yeah. so basically she's talk. Okay, so she obviously is one of those weird race science people. Probably thinks blacks are inherently inferior. That the Asian community is somehow in, in their brain structure is because of how their ears look or whatever weird shit like this. So, oh god. So so let me read you just a couple um, highlights from this. <laughs> oh, they were really fucking. So first thing, uh, most uh, high level decisions pertain to the operation of the thirty two billion dollar crypto exchange FTX and its sister trading firm Alameda Research were made by these ten roommates who were at one time reportedly romantically or sexually involved with one another. One the of group, these dudes has to be bi. One of them got to be. All of them. Yeah. The fact, group was fact. characterized as a polycule, a romantic network of multiple people typically linked by overlapping sexual relationships. Blah, 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 blah. In the Tumblr account active from 2014 until its deletion on Sunday, went by the name of Fake Charity Nerd Girl. And the handle was, quote, world optimization. The personal details revealed by the account's author over its eight years of activity, including educational history, professional history, and living history, matched up perfectly with Allison's biography. And basically, she stopped using this once she created her Twitter page and even linked to it. They, de they reached out to her. This article reached out to her to see. They did. So they, here's how we know about the poly stuff. <clears throat> mm. Quote. When I first started my first foray into poly, I thought of it as a radical break from my trad past, meaning traditional. Mm. But to be honest, I've come to decide that the only acceptable style of poly is best characterized as something like imperial Chinese harem. What the fuck does this mean? <laughs> the account went on to detail how a polyamorous dynamic should ideally function as a cutthroat market of sexual competition oh, and Jesus. subjugation. Fucking Christ. She had these motherfucking Chinese boys out here trying to be like feudal warriors or some shit. Well, yeah, look, there's a couple Asian guys in here. There's Indian guy. This guy, Anton is some sort of Russian. Poor Nate. Yeah, Nate looked like he just I feel like, like Nate got dragged along. Yeah, Nate wasn't built for all this type of physicality. Jacob Fowman, that guy looks like a psycho. I, uh, Nate, I'm going to go with uh, Zelo and Nate. Because that's software engineer and trader. I feel yeah. like these two guys at the end here. Yeah. Nishad, Nishad started some shit. Andy here is a psycho. Yeah, well, he's no got to be a psycho. He's the CEO. He's the chief yeah, operating no, officer. Look, no, you see that goatee that Andy, Andy Krogan has in this picture? If you go back and look at the Time Magazine cover. Hold on. Let me, I'll show you. When Time Magazine did an article in like the 90s about bisexuals. Because like people didn't know what they were. And <laughs> you have to, you have to uh, now, guys. We we will be including these links in the description of this episode to give look at you this. all context. Look at this. You're gonna need this. Is this not the polycule? That is a polycule. But but this is a this new is a them. new sexual identity emerged. This was in 1995. Yeah, not oh, gay, God. not straight. A new sexual identity emerges. Like it's a Pokemon you, showing up out of nowhere. Mean? 
What you a mean a new, new sex- sexual identity? Dude. A new sexual identity like the 70s didn't exist? It was your fucking mom. Dude, motherfuckers never heard of Greece? Yeah, All it's right. like, the fuck? Okay, wow. back, back, to, back to the imperial Chinese harem, which is just an amazing racist term. Quote, none of this non-hierarchical bullshit, the account elaborated. Everyone should have a ranking of their partners. People should know where they fall on the ranking, and there should be vicious peril struggles for the ranks. She wanted, she wanted Game of Thrones. But you know what the thing about it is, is that she got to create her own little, you know, universe of her polycule. And then she set herself up as the ultimate prize in all likelihood of said polycule. For her, it seems like she got it to work pretty Look, good. Listen, listen, for that office, she yeah. was office hot. Yeah, she was office hot. She Again, was the prize. Real quick, real quick. We're having a lot of fun here. I'm not laying everything at her feet, even though she was also the CEO of one of these companies. Yeah. Everyone involved and Sam Blankman Freed is They're ultimately all- yeah. to, to blame. Yes. But y'all, this is so crazy. She's the one we have the most data about at the moment. And this shit's mm-hmm. crazy. Y'all need to go look her up. Look up Caroline Ellison. Look at a picture of her. I want you to think in your mind of what you think. Because you're thinking, beautiful blonde lady. Gorgeous, like this is not somebody. This is this is one forty five at the bar. Okay, okay. This is a, this is a woman who we, understood. She knew how to talk woman. about Star Wars. Yeah, actually, no, specifically Harry Potter. They go into that. Yeah, <clears throat> the account's author consistently displayed a fascination with sex and power dynamics. In another post, the author said that the two key que- two key qualities of a quote cute boy are quote controlling most major world governments and possessing quote sufficient strength to physically overpower you she liked it man she wanted to choke me out you make them feel strong this this bra is like put me in the task mission let's like, I'm, all I'm like, saying is see zelo here yeah zelo he ain't got it in him he's never overpowered anyone no anyone neither but, is but she let him believe that he had power okay yeah. The Ellison LinkedIn, this is where we get into the racist, like more racist. Yeah, yeah, of course. The Ellison Link account also demonstrated a substantial preoccupation with HBD or human biodiversity, an online euphemism for the discredited fields of race science and eugenics popularized by the alt-right. There it is. Ellison has for years vocalized her diehard obsession with Harry Potter. She affiliated her love of Tumblr quizzes uh, with her penchant for sorting Indians by their caste. Which she presumed to indicate genetic distinction. Nice. Quote, I feel like part of me that is interested in human biodiversity is the same part of me that loves personality types. And quote, which character are you quizzes? The account wrote, quote, there's a stereotype of racist people that they will assume any East Asians person speaks Chinese or something. I appreciate that HBD people are the exact opposite of that. I will make fun of you for saying something about Indians without specifying province and caste, because come on, the genetic differences there are massive. God damn. She's the type, this is the type of broad that like literally, okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You've never experienced this Perlman, but like, there's nothing, there's nothing more horrifying than having sex with a woman and like a white woman, especially. And she says, give me that black dick. Like, give me that big black dick. And you're just like, 
I was just trying to come, bro. Like some some people are into that, but I could only it would be even more devastating if I was having sex with a woman and she was like, give me that East Nigerian from the town <laughs> of Patakwat dick. Give me that. I when I tell you I would shut down. <laughs> I would fucking shut down. I'd leave the room, damn it. Fuck, that's so terrible. That is so <laughs> fucking terrible. Oh my god, and that's the type of person who would give me that. that. Give me that, Cleveland. Not Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, from Cleveland, right? No, Columbus. Columbus. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just dude. do. I, I too many yeah, C. This, there's yeah. too many C towns there's, in Ohio. True. That is true. That's a fact. Give me that Columbus, Ohio public school. <laughs> right. Long Columbus. cardigan dick. Yeah, long cardigan dick that eventually went to the Ohio State University, the first most populous university in all of the United States, only to get a degree in strategic communications with an under with the like, no, God, no. Dick. God, dick. dick. I will oh. say, as as you as your point about not having a I had a I had a roommate years ago. Uh, and he was a black guy who only dated white women. Yeah, and, poor um, bastard. Stupid. And, well, fucking dummy. You listen, didn't love your, you didn't love yourself. No, he you did not you. love himself. He no, drank he way not. too much. He was yep. a bad person. Yep. My room was next to his, and he would bring home chicks late at night all the time. And um, he loved of when women yep. would yell, give me that black dick. Yep. Uh, and the reason I know that is because I often heard him encouraging him them to say yes. it. Yeah. It wasn't unprompted. Yeah. You know, it kept it kept him hard. He had to listen, be man. Listen, he would often it would just there would be one night stands. Of course, if he didn't prompt them three nights. Yeah. Because by night three, they're like, this guy's insane. Yeah, he's crazy. But he's the first crazy. one, like he would be like, no, you have to say it. And they're like, yeah. OK, fine. And he'd be like, oh, it's like, oh, that's not a thing I want to yeah. say. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Yeah, she is. She is. She is also Jewish, by the way. Okay. Carolyn yeah, Ellison is Jewish. Yeah. Woo. Which Roman. again, again, though, again, this is that 20, they said her tumblers from 2014. Mm -hmm. This is part of that. And I was talking about this with somebody earlier today. You know, when everyone started complaining about SJWs on the internet, yep. it was like 2014 to 15, 16, 17, it really started taking off, right? SJWs, everyone's doing it. Everyone's so offended these days. Really what that came down to is because like, different groups finally had access to the internet. Yep. If you were on the internet from basically 2000 to 2011, you would think you're talking to the world because there was a rant. You'd be on a forum and one guy who was mm -hmm. black who realized everyone else on the forum was white would agree with you. Yeah. And he would say, as a black guy, this, and you're like, see, look, a black guy, look, we all agree. Mm -hmm. This is a swat. Or even if you didn't even think that, you would just think there is 5,000 people on this message board. No one has said that this issue of South, this episode of South Park is problematic or makes me feel bad. So we all agree that this is the future and this is the present, right? 2012, 13, 14, you know what happened? Fucking smartphones and apps finally took off and finally took over the internet. Parents finally came onto Facebook. All these things happened. So these communities that people thought were open were proven to be insular, but it took another decade yeah. for the, the users to realize that they had been in a bubble the whole time while thinking they were connected to the world. Because again, they were connected to the World Wide Web, but they didn't realize that really you were connecting with other people on Tumblr 
who also had slowly fallen down a eugenics phrenology pipeline. So you might be interested in phrenology because you thought it was funny and you're thinking you're making jokes about shit. I've always thought phrenology, phrenology, the idea that bumps on your head and the the skull shapes of people would decide their future. No, CTE does, Herschel Walker. But the, um, no, I'm not even gonna get a fax on that one. No, you're not, not gonna give me a fax. No, no. I was, I was shocked. Who's uh, no. you coming with facts? I, I, Herschel Walker has CTE. It's not because of, course, of how he's born. No, no. Yes, he's, he's, he's this dumb he because hit, he's CTE. He got hit yes. too many times. Yeah, you hit in the head way too many times. Also, wasn't particularly bright before then. No, that's he, also he never me. was. Yeah, he never, never was. was a smart person. But the CTE is not oh, helping. Oh no, it's not helpful all right. at all. So, this woman, right? She wrote this crazy shit about cast the cast system she even tagged it with offensive she she started it with content warning uh-huh. offensive sorry sorry offensive, and she sorry. tagged it yeah. with hashtag racism yeah. content warning oh, so geez, she uh-huh. knows but she doesn't think at that time and, and if this was written some i don't know when this was written i don't have the date on this post because like i said it's taken down and we're looking at a screenshot of it the, if this post in 2014 to many people uh-huh. would not have been offensive. This would have been seen as just having a conversation. Am no. I defending it? No. Uh-huh. Am I saying that that means that we shouldn't find offensive? No. What I'm saying is when you see someone else in your life going down this path, call them out so yeah. they don't end up costing the world $10 billion yeah. with their nine boyfriends yeah. and furthering the spread of anti-Semitism around the world by being part of a Jewish cabal <laughs> in a polycule who yeah. is fucking each other's ugly asses and ruining people's lives in an open grift that she admits to yeah. in the later in this article where she said, and I quote, I didn't get into this crypto true believer stuff because, quote, it's mostly scams and memes when you get down to it. She knew exactly what it was and got, and, and, got, and got some dick out of it, too. Wow. Legend. Yeah. But 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 real quick to end to end this, the Indian caste system, because people are like, oh, that's Indian. That's culture. The Indian caste system, while it has existed off and on for a very long time, was pushed even harder and the colorism that comes with that was pushed harder under the British. Yeah. Under colonialization. Yeah. Yeah. Colonization and, 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 and specifically the British pushed it hard. The Indus Valley civilization, which was one of the earliest civilizations that we know of, which had plumbing and all this different stuff, which was destroyed multiple times over, which is in, I believe, but Pakistan or right there on the Indian Pakistan border We don't know much about them. They've been destroyed so many times. People who bring that shit up a lot, who aren't literal historians, who aren't literal anthropologists, who aren't people who are just interested in this for the study, believe that that's the origins of the Aryan race and is always tied back to Nazi race science. Yeah. Yeah. Hitler himself literally sent expeditions of Nazis to the Himalayas looking for proof that the Aryans marched into India and it brought civilization to the Indus River Valley. So just chill with all this shit. But this shit, I, I saw this article and so I had to email it to myself. Yeah. And so I could read this to you because I was like, bro. This is, have, this is, 
This I have is never wild. seen such a perfect this episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's that's a that's synergy. That's what they call it. like that was everything coming together, everything everywhere all at once uh, coming together. Also, fun fact for the Americans who scoff at the uh, cast system in India, uh, ours is more brutal. So that's fun, too. Yeah. Ours is. Yeah. Um, the 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 whole thing is just crazy. This whole deal with FTX. And it's also one of those things that it are was one like all things like when Elon rolled out the fucking blue check marks, mm-hmm. like so predictable. And the thing is, is, is what we've ended up with, with a lot of situations, especially here in capitalism, in our society and with the way our society is currently being built by people who believe that they are the they should be running everything yeah. is they're good at one thing, right? They're good at making formulas, making spreadsheets, doing those things. None of these people are good at making sure of the human experience. When you look at these people, of course she's gaming people. Have you met everything she's talking about in there, by the way? That is the girl version of the game. Yeah. She she literally she's that, that's literally Pua, that's, that's, that's yeah. pickup artist shit. Yeah, that's female red pill. Right yeah. There. Oh no, I got all these plates spinning. Yeah. I gotta yeah. let them know. I gotta neg them. This is all. This is the same shit. Yeah. That dude. This that, is the same shit of that dudes like magic or whatever mystery or whatever wearing the fucking stupid hat or Andrew all the, Tate. All Andrew those Tate. All these people. This is the yep. same shit because and the reason why they need those rules is because these are people who cannot or refuse to learn how to function in day-to-day society with actual people that they will view as human beings equal to themselves. Yeah. Every time I hear the NPC meme, anytime I hear the people sitting on the bus and go, I'm the only original thinker, you're always going to end up in these situations with frauds. Because here's how I know. Because we had to have, we had to make up a mystery Jew to come down from heaven to tell people to treat each other as they would want to be treated themselves. And even that bombed. And it bombed. It bombed yeah. hard. We were like, yo, fuck that dude. Boo. Yeah. It bombed. That shit bombed. But then people started buying fuck. merch. <laughs> and now yeah. they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, all, it's mega merch. Now, I, as we, as we wrap this thing up, I'd be remiss, you know, because we, you know, talked about the grift. You know, touch on it very lightly. You know, King Grift himself, Trump did what we thought he would do. He announced that he's running in 24. Boo. Uh, boo. boo. He stinks. Uh, no one, no one really, you see really. how much energy we even, like, even you, when you started talking, you just, oh, fucking. Yeah, God, all God. went all the way down. We know he's back, uh, but he never really left. We just wanted to say to say, yeah, we know we could dunk on him, but it's not really fun. Uh, no, you know what? So, I was thinking, I was saying it before. Since about. 19 2019 yeah i stopped seeing comics really talking about him yeah because it was boring when he, he was omnipresent right everywhere yeah. you pick you open up your phone first four article news articles are about him you scroll through twitter every sixth tweet was about him same thing with elon right now right now today there was a post on reddit that just said what can just go away the top comment Mm-hmm. which had like 10,000 upvotes just said Kanye Trump Elon. Yep. Because again, again, the people that we, that like, you know, these guys who want to be stars forever and they want to be top of everything, right? 
They mm-hmm. burned the candle at, at every end. Mm-hmm. They not only lighted at both ends, they're burning the middle and they're demanding to pour gasoline on it. Yep. And then as they're running out of flame, they then scream that it's everyone else's fault that it's dead. Yeah. The smart ones know, do something, then go away for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then when I come back, people will be excited because you, y'all, your dog is never more excited than when you walk back in through the front door. Facts. You're never going to have a dog more excited than that. So why are you going to sit with them on the couch for three straight weeks? The dog's going to be like, dude, you are depressed. Yeah. You're, and you're bumming me out. Yeah, exactly. Go outside. Yeah. Can we go for a walk, motherfucker? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, go to the store. Yeah. Buy a new shirt. Like, with Trump, everyone's just fucking sick of him. Like, like none of us want, like, I don't believe, I'm not going to say I'll never make a joke about him on stage if once I start doing stand-up again. But like I go out of my way to not talk about him on TikTok because the other thing too is as I start talking about him, if I talk about him in the first three seconds, next. Yeah. What am I gonna win from that? I'm gonna get another Trump guy like to, to follow me. People to hate watch it a little bit. Like, no, I it's just not worth it. Yeah. The bigger so thing know. at this point, yeah. The bigger thing I, I think that this point and what we're we've been talking about, what we're gonna continue talking about is the systems that are broken mm-hmm. that future leaders. Yeah. If we live to a point where future a listener of this show could ever get elected to any level of government, we'll yeah. at least be aware of. Yeah, these broken systems that that then allow a person that are like layered, Trump, that are layered, 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 and, that, layered. and that ensure a person like Trump even gets into this bit, which is which is ridiculous. But it's these broken systems that then create this guy that kills uh, a million Americans through his negligence. Yeah. So, and, and I'm not even going to go into the whole bullshit. Oh. What if he runs third party? I don't give a fuck. Stop. No one cares. No one cares. I don't care. Also, we we just, it's been a week since we stopped seeing political ads. Like, I'm good. I'm I'm literally a committee person. I don't want to fucking talk about elections right now. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, no more emails. The Democrats, you survived. Stop with the emails. Stop yeah. this. Like, honestly, Val Demings had the I was a little hurt that she don't text me no more like she used to. Boo Boo ain't really feeling me the way she once did. But guess what? I got space back on my fucking phone. Y'all need to stop this. Stop. Stop emailing Listen, and I do got, something. I got today alone. I got one, two, three, four. I got five emails from Raphael Warnock. I don't live in Georgia. Yeah, I got uh, two from John Fetterman. He won. I got uh, one from Joe Biden and I got one from just Colorado. Uh, just it's just from Colorado. Hey, yeah. Oh, here's one. Uh, should we rename Trump State Park Ruth Bader Ginsburg State Park? Quote, 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 from the Democratic Leadership Council. Fuck off. What are y'all doing? Dude. You fucking just, losers. It's That's just, a loot. Like that right there is an email of a loser, of someone who does not is not serious and does not want to win and make people's lives better. I got here's a, here's a great one. Where is this? Uh, this is another one from Democratic Leadership Project for Ameripac. Congratulations, Alex. You've been selected for our Rachel Maddow Legacy Survey. The survey is being conducted on today, and you're one of 12 Democrats chosen from your state. Bullshit. Yeah. Liars, dude. You're just, you're printing any fucking money. There's no way. Fuck off. And also, if you're doing a poll and you're only asking 12 people from the entire Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, which had almost 6 million votes in the last election, you suck and I'm not going to give you money. 
that. Don't try to make me feel like I'm special. Fuck out of here. All right, with that, y'all, this episode of Them Boys may have been brought to you by a sponsor coming soon. We have actually yeah. finally hit a couple levels on that. You can find myself on, uh, you can find both of us on Twitter at Them Boys Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Alex Perlman, on TikTok at Alex underscore Perlman. And you can find Satoyo on everything at Satoyo1. Once again, I will be at Punchline Philly December 22nd and 23rd. We will talk about it every episode running up to the show the same way we did for Satoyo's big, uh, big album recording. Satoyo, where can they find your album? You can find my album on Amazon, on iTunes Music, and you can find it on Spotify, but I would prefer you go to those other two because Spotify don't give a fuck about me. Uh, and the streams there mean nothing uh, to me. But uh, yes, that's where you can find my album. Also, I'll be at Punchline Philly uh, December 29th through the 31st for their New Year show. So you should come check those out, especially if you're not trying to have the craziest New Year of all time. You just want to have a funny, fun one. A lot of us are going to be dressed up, looking nice, being very snazzy. You're going to want to be a part of that. Just saying. All right, y'all. That's been our show this week. Thank you guys so much for the new listeners. And have yourselves a happy Thanksgiving. Peace.